What's up? This is Afrojack, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Thanks, Afrojack. Thank you. This, of course, is the Afrojack The Walking Dead remix. <laughs> Only available where, Jamie? At the Walkers and Talkers podcast. That's right. <laughs> can I get it on iTunes? Yes, you can. No, I mean, I think that the podcast. <laughs> I'm a little sleep too. <laughs> I had two hours sleep. You have no excuse. <laughs> and it, it's not because of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Normally, because it was a 90-minute episode. Oh, it was so good. But we're taping this on Wednesday. Cause yes. You and, I, and people are like, when is the new podcast going up? We're sorry. We had a lot going on this week. Jamie couldn't do Monday. I couldn't do Tuesday. So here we are. It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. But we may, by the time we edit it and post it, it may be Wednesday night or Thursday. So it'll be better next week, I promise, especially since it's the midseason finale. Yeah. Wow. Not, so we had a 90-minute episode, and a lot of people on Twitter have a lot of questions. They tweeted us at, at Walkers underscore Talkers. So I'll try to address all of those questions, even though I responded back to those people. Uh, you may also, listening to the podcast, have a question. So I'm Dave Brody from Elvis Strand, The Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM. Hi. And um, I hope by now you've seen our new logo, which is us as zombies. You have more teeth than me, by the way. It's still bothering you. <laughs> it's just a little bit. I'm surprised you haven't Photoshopped more teeth in. <laughs> you've, you've eaten more people. So yeah, you've that's lost... probably. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay, so... A couple of things I, I want to talk about, um, other than the breakdown of the episode. One of them is, I'm going to give a little teaser for later. Last week, I think, and was the Heath and Tara episode. Yes. Which people hated. But one of the things out of it was, what does PPP stand for? Heath was taken by somebody, and there was a, um, an access card, a key card, that said PPP on it. And I've watched a bunch of videos, and one guy thought it was the Potomac Power Plant. <laughs> which is not far from Alexandria, you know, maybe that was it. And uh, I've seen, you know, PP Pants City, yeah. <laughs> uh, Puff Puff Pass, a whole bunch of things. I have a theory that I, I thought it was related to a certain thing. Okay. And then some of the people I watch on YouTube had people also talk about that theory. And the more I research it now, I think it's the theory. Really? Yeah. So oh, I'm excited to hear in, this. in comparing... Um, Trev's Chan 2 and his Q&As and uh, uh, New Rock Stars and Make a Path Presents and a few of the other ones that, that I, they w- I watch every every day when they do Q&As. I think I have a theory, but I want to save it for a little bit later. Okay. It's called a tease. We'll tease that. Tease. Tease that. Tease that. <laughs> uh, there was a great article on comicbook.com. They interviewed showrunner Scott Gimple. He was asked about um, Negan's background and his history. And right now in comic books, they're doing a monthly installment, only four pages every month, telling Negan's backstory of where he worked and what he did before the apocalypse, before the Walker uh, apocalypse. And so he was asked, are we going to see that on the show? Um, By the way, if you hear this sound throughout the podcast, that's me putting lotion on my very dry hands. It puts lotion in the basket. It puts lotion (laughs) on the body. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think he put lotion on the basket. By the way, in she, the basket. In the basket. He but he put it puts lotion on the body. Is that what he says? Yes. Is that the because he line? wanted the girl to put lotion on herself so it would. That it would, is so creepy. And so he gross. Could then take her skin, and Silence of the Lambs. By the way, uh, yeah, that's creepy. We, Hello, we watched Clarice. the. We watched. <laughs> oh God. We no. watched the Walking. <laughs> some nice Kante and some fava beans. Uh, we watched the Walking Dead and break it down. We're we're talking about. <laughs> How Silence of the Lambs is so gross, so weird. We watch a show about eating people. So we had a 90-minute episode. Next week is extended also. Last week was extended, but not 90 minutes. So we have a lot of notes. So let's start off right at the beginning. Michonne. We saw in the trailer, she was walking down the road, and two walkers come up behind her, and she kills them. While whistling Farmer in the Dell. She saw the walkers. (laughs) Oh, man. And then she's like, "Ah, all right, I'm going to take my... Shoulder bag off. Yeah, she's like taking crack, her time. Crack my knuckles. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did Sudoku while she was there. <laughs> an, oh, that's a nine right there. And uh, you know, play the words with friends. And then all oh, she's like up, oh, and then she kills the walkers. And then she drags one of them off. I'm like, what is she doing? What is she? I thought she was going to cover herself in Walker blood. That's what I thought at first. Yeah, that she was going to do the old Walker blood yeah. trick. Even though she didn't do the Walker blood trick when she was in the pet store. Last season, which I'm still mad about. Yeah, you're not because, gonna let that go. No, because that poor girl, that cute girl with the black hair, got killed. The one who looked like Maggie in the trailer. Yeah. So they think that Maggie got killed. That was the whole reason they did it. 
Oh, totally. So they you, always do oh this Oh, my God, us. Maggie's getting killed. Maggie's not getting killed. I mean, eventually she might, but she's not for a while. That's my theory. Well, that's, you know. So she kills them, drags them off. We don't know what she did at that point. Rick and Aaron wake up in a truck. They're on that supply run. Yeah. We're going to see them jump over a fence later. I was hoping that was the kingdom, but it turns out it's not the kingdom. Uh, now, this is the scene in the whole show that I wasn't 100% sure of, of what was going on. Two saviors are sitting um, in the Negan truck, and a rabbi, a priest, and a shaman walking. No. <laughs> uh, two saviors are sitting in the Negan truck, and Jesus and Carl are in the truck behind them hiding. Oh, my God. And they're looking behind them in the rearview mirror, and they're saying, they're talking about explosives and the RPGs that we just got from the new guys, meaning uh, the rocket launcher they got from Abraham, yeah. right? And they're hoping they can take it down. And they show walkers crossing the road like it was a herd. Yeah. But what do they mean, take it down? What do they need powerful weapons to take what down? I wasn't sure about that. Okay. Yeah. So if you have a theory, at walkers and talkers on Twitter. I don't think they mean Negan because they're his guys. No, they just shoot them. Unless they mean Alexandria. No, they don't want to take it. That's something they want to take down. No. They want to take something down that the explosives maybe wouldn't work and the RPGs would. I don't know either. Well, one of those guys is not around anymore, so we can't ask him. So yeah. we'll talk about that. Uh, so we see Jesus and Carl in the back of the truck. Jesus, very smart, starts marking the uh, the trail with maple syrup. I love that. Very clever, just squeezing it out. At first I thought he was just being a jerk, emptying their supplies, and he's like, I'm making a trail. Yeah, because he ruined the alcohol. That was great how he cut a hole around the box when they picked it up. <laughs> yeah, so jumping ahead, when uh, Negan's henchman, one of the guys that was just talking, picks the alcohol box up, all the liquor breaks so that Negan doesn't get it. Uh-huh. What I thought, though, was that Negan would get pissed at that guy for breaking all the liquor, and he'd get punished. Oh. But he didn't have that opportunity. No. No. <laughs> so Jesus tells Carl, listen, we're getting close to the sanctuary where the saviors live. We have to jump out of the truck. Now, if you read the comics, now, I, I mentioned this last week, if you read the comics, you know that Carl's not getting out of the truck because in the comics, Carl does exactly what he did Except in the comics, he kills more of Negan's men. Okay. And I think he used Abraham's gun in the comics. A little payback. Yeah. In this one, he just grabbed the machine gun out of the box, I think. Unless it was Abraham's. It may have been Abraham's, and that's why I grabbed it. I have to go back and check. Also, with his whole depth perception, it may have been easier to fire that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than he's, a pistol. He's got one eye. Oh. So I knew he wasn't jumping out of the truck. Jesus didn't know that. So he's like, listen, you need to tuck and roll and whatever. And he's like, well, you go first and show me. Yeah, you show me. Oldest trick in the book. Oh, my God. So Jesus tucked and rolled like a pro, by the way. Like he's, he, well, he's like, uh, he's like parkour. He's awesome. He's hardcore parkour. I would have broken everything. <laughs> so Carl kind of waves to him. He's like, see ya. He's and, like, bye. And Jesus like, you son of a bitch. You did it to me. <laughs> so the, the liquor breaks and the guys on the truck with, who broke the liquor bottles you hear Negan in the background complaining that um, somebody wasn't doing their job, I guess re-diverting is what they called it. Yeah. And he goes, well, why didn't it get done? It's like, so-and-so walked off and missed his shift or whatever. Mark missed his shift. We'll find out about that later. So you know Negan's there, and the guy sees Carl with the gun, and so Carl shoots him and then runs to the back of the truck, and he's like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want to kill Negan. Yeah, but he killed one more guy. Why are you jumping ahead? Well, it happened right there. But you left out a part. <laughs> Which part? So Negan walks up, and he's talking to him like he's a child. And he's like, don't you look tough. I bet you picked that gun because it makes you look good, well, yeah. right? He's sort of talking to him like, he's like, you're not going to shoot me. But did you kind of notice he was using one of his guys as like a semi-human shield? Yes, that's the part you left out. <laughs> he used some guys like, stand in front of me. Yeah. And then Carl shot him. He shot that guy. Dead. Carl, if you really want Negan I dead, swear. shoot Negan. I know. I well, I, uh, I know. He had such an opportunity. Look, we know he's not going to shoot Negan. He doesn't do it in the comics. Negan's going to be around a while. And we're going to talk about that because you had an interesting story about the Negan character. We'll I'm get, mad. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. It's like the old Batman TV shows. All the villains are like, I'm going to blow up a bridge, but first I'm going to set this alarm, this clock, and when the <laughs> when the clock strikes nine, a pendulum will come down, and eventually, in like an hour and a half, it'll kill you. <laughs> You'll never catch me by the bridge. You know, just just kill Batman. Like just, Exactly. You want to shoot Negan, shoot Negan. But I guess either he got scared or he realized, okay, all these people will kill me and everyone in Alexandria. So I, didn't, I, I don't know what he was planning. I guess he didn't think before he... He jumped. 
Uh, I love what the pullback, though, when the camera panned back and we got to see the sanctuary. That was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That's exactly like uh, in the comics. So before he can shoot uh, Negan, they tackle him. Some of the saviors tackle him. Dwight tackles him. Dwight tackles him, yeah, yeah. And so he's on the ground, and Negan doesn't want him dead. He says, well, lately, whoa, whoa, hold on. And he reaches his hand to him to lift him up. And Carl's like, I'm not grabbing your hand. You're, you're evil. You're Negan. And he looks over at Dwight. And I, is that, that's when he, th- he threatened Dwight, right? He said, um, he, just, he threatens Daryl. And then he asks Carl again, like, hey, you want me to punish Daryl? Like, yeah. Give me, your, give me your hand. Now. And he gives him the hand. He's like, all right, smart kid. And he says, what are you going to do to me? And uh, he says, you know what? You're ruining my day. Now I won't have time to screw any of my wives. And he goes, okay, maybe one. And looks over at Dwight. Oh, that was so sick. But that's, I love the way he's like, oh, you ruined my day. I was going to sleep with one of my wives. Now my day's ruined. And then he looks at Dwight. Yeah, he keeps sticking it to Dwight. Uh, he, well, he's sticking it to, to well, Sherry. To Sherry. If you want to get want to get technical. <laughs> so, so Carl says, "What are you going to do to me?" Like he's kind of scared. Negan says to him, "Number one, don't shatter my image of you. You're a badass. You're not scared of shit. Yeah. Don't be scared of me." And then and he says, "And seriously, you want me to ruin, ruin the, the surprise? surprise?" He's so cocky, but in a good way. Like I hate him, but he's so. Smug, cocky, funny? Yes, he is. Best line of the show we'll get to, but it was definitely, <laughs> oh my God. definitely his line. <laughs> so this is what we, one of the scenes we saw in the trailer. Uh, Negan addresses the saviors. They all drop to their knees. And uh, he's telling them about, we brought back a lot of stuff, fresh vegetables for all of you. No points needed. As if to say, like, I want to be good today. Yeah. You don't have to earn your vegetables. Fresh veggies for because all. Because we just brought back a truckload of stuff from, from the Rick's gang and over else we're robbing people and... And so it's a good day. Speaking of Alexandria, Rosita is leaving for the day. She's, she's walking out. She's tough this season, man. She is, and she's leaving with Eugene. And Spencer tells her that they have to provide. It's sort of like paying taxes. We yeah. have to provide for Negan. Like he's already buying in. Like we got we to we do it. We got to do it. We got to give him what he wants. Spencer, you're a putz. Oh my God. Again, I'm going to say, for the comic book fans, Spencer, you have no guts. <laughs> For the Congo fans, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, he's like, don't be mad at me. This is Rick's fault. And Rosita says, ask him if he thinks he can do a better job than Rick, and he says he can. Ballsy. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Putz Spencer. Yes. All right, so uh, Negan takes Carl in the sanctuary to his wives. Oh. The big harem room. And the, and, they're, and the, all the women are drinking, like, scotch in, in their little LBDs. Yeah. And he says, your women, meaning the ones at Alexandria, they all look like they do the books at an auto shop. <laughs> and then he smiles over at Carl, and he's like, you're going to want to look at their titties. He's like, I don't mind. They don't mind. They don't mind. And then he pulls Sherry aside, and he asks Sherry about Mark and Amber. And he says, did Mark skip out on the redirect duty to be with Amber? She's like, they broke the rules. Sherry was sassy. She's like, whatever we talk about when you're not here is none of your business. And I'm like, uh-oh. But how did he even, I mean, I guess he knew Mark skipped on the redirect. He figured, because so, okay. So Mark, I guess, is with Amber. Yeah. But now Amber is one of his wives. Yeah. So Mark is also like in Dwight's situation. Yes. He loves Amber, but she's with Negan, which we find out in a few minutes why she's with Negan. And Negan knew what was up. Something was going on. And so Sherry says, go easy on her. She made a mistake. And, and he looks at her and he's like, did I ever hit you? Like, don't anger me. Yeah. Right? Like, I've never hit you. And she's like, I know you. There's things worse than that. Yeah. So part of the time, Sherry acts like she doesn't like him and she's disgusted by him. And part of the time, she acts like she's hot for him. Yeah. Is he's she definitely just, hot for her. So is she? is she a great actress or do you think part of her likes the danger of it? Oh, I think Sherry, part of her likes him. Likes it. Yeah. Plus, she seems to get more attention than any than any other like, of the like women. she's the lead wife. She's the lead wife. She's, she's the she's wife number one. Uh, what is that called? The um, well, they're all sister wives, I guess. But sister wives. <laughs> but she's the main. She's the main one. Um, so he uh, Negan walks over to Amber, and says, um, "She can go back to Mark if she wants, but there's one thing you can't do." 
cheat on me. You can't cheat on me. Now, we have to assume that she went back and cheated with Mark. Oh, of course, yeah. Right? Not, not only did he miss time, but they didn't, like, talk. They, he, he must realize that she cheated on him. And he says, you want to go back to Mark and your mom? You go back to your, your job, get a job and work? You can go back. It's fine. She's like, no, I'll stay. I'll stay. It's cool. I don't <laughs> she looked terrified and also about 16. <laughs> so she says she'll stay, and he says, you know what this means, right? And she says yes, and he, kiss, he, he kisses her on the hand. Yep. And um, I guess I knew what was going to happen. We talked about this last week, about we saw Daryl looking on like he was watching something horrific. Yes. And Dwight looking like he was ashamed to watch. Yeah. And we're like, oh, someone gets the iron. Iron prep. And that's and that's in his opening credits. We talked about the iron in the background. He ironed Dwight's face, which we knew. Ugh. Now, here's the thing. When he ironed Dwight's face, it looks like he started from the forehead and pulled his eye and everything else all the way back to the side of his head. Ugh. Like he was really mad at Dwight. Yeah. It didn't look that way when, okay, when we see the ironing again, it didn't look quite as, I hate to say it didn't look bad. It looked bad, but it didn't, anyway. I could hardly watch that scene. I was cringing. It was difficult, but on oh. talk, on Talking Dead, they showed how they did it. it oh, was, that was awesome. It was very cool. So, Daryl and Dwight walk in with a plate of food, plate of fruit, like. Poor Norman, he, Daryl looks so gross and beaten and sweaty. And, and just, would you do him? Totally. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he, he's looking a little worse for wear. Worse for wear, but still, still but doable still for you. Why not? Still hot for you. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he, uh, he asks Carl to hold the fruit tray. And Daryl asks Negan, why is Carl here? So he talked. And, and Negan ne- was, like, shocked he talked. Yeah, he says, like, step off or I'm going to put this toothpick in Carl's other eye. Oof. In his good eye. So he tells Dwight to fire up the oven. So For a hot second, just a brief second, I thought he maybe was going to iron Carl's face. No. I, I, anything, I, I, talked to, I talked to a few fans, and they thought that just for a brief He's second. He's got one eye. I know, but he... Pulled such a stunt. I didn't know what Negan was going to do right. to this poor kid. All right. Again, if you read the comics, the relationship between Carl, as as Jeffrey Dean Morgan talked on in Talking Dead, this is the start of a, of a long relationship. Yes. This was the beginning. Interesting. He loves Carl for whatever reason. And in the comics, they have a long relationship, which seems to be what's starting now. Again, things that happen in the comics don't always happen, so I, I feel comfortable mentioning that. They don't always happen yeah. the same way. No, exactly. But that's how I knew Carl wasn't jumping off the truck because he's supposed to go there. And uh, that's why a lot of comic fans knew what was going to happen when they when the title of the episode was um, Sing Me a Song. They, they knew what that meant. Yeah. Just by the title. So, Daryl whispered to Carl. Did you catch what Daryl said you to him? You know what? I saw that there was a whisper, but I did, what did, could you actually hear what they said? If you go back, I'm pretty sure he said, get away. Okay, because I'm like, what is, wait, what, what? I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he said. Okay. I'm pretty sure, if, even, if, even if he said, <laughs> Carl would have heard, go away. Yeah. Run, get out of yeah. here. Because at this point, Carl knows he's, he shouldn't be there. All right, so we skip back to Rick and Aaron. Uh, they're looking for something special for Negan because they have one day left before Negan arrives. And they say, today and only today. That seems to be the, yep. s- the slogan. Because we see that in the trailer for next week when they're going to they're gonna get in the boat. Oh, that the bullet-filled bullet The bullet-ridden uh, bullet boat. boat, today and only today. So they jump over a fence with the warning sign we talked about last week. Keep going. Only thing here for you is trouble. And they get to, uh, they get to a sign later on that says, my name is so-and-so. I've got a gun. I'm a great shot. If you're reading this sign, I'm dead. Because he would have killed them already. He's like, if not, good luck, assholes. Good luck, right, right. <laughs> and and so we'll we'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, this is a great scene. This is the second best line of the episode coming up. Spencer's in a car with Father Gabriel. Yes, this is my other favorite. I laughed out loud uh, over this. Absolutely. And he asks Father Gabriel if bad thoughts make him a sinner, and Gabriel <laughs> says no. And Spencer says, you know what? My mom was a leader. Rick is not a leader. He's still on this whole Rick is not a leader thing. And Gabriel says Rick is a leader. He motivated him and everyone. Gabriel's totally on Rick's shit. Oh, totally. And he hated him. Remember, remember when Gabriel 
went to Deanna and he said, you can't trust these people. Oh, my God, He yes. ratted them out. Now he's all Team Rick. He is totally Team Rick. And now Spencer has turned into Gabriel. Yes. Hates Rick. Where he's the guy who's bad-mouthing the leader. Yep. Or, or he's going to the person in charge. So I want you to remember that, that Father Gabriel went above Rick's head and complained to Deanna. Yep. And that wasn't taken very well. No. Just remember that. Okay. Okay. Remember, I just remember that. Okay. And remember what I said last week, and I also said it this week, about Spencer. Okay, saying he doesn't no have guts. No guts. That, those are, that's my little tip to the concrete readers. No, no, no. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> so Spencer says, my brother and parents died. We shouldn't have attacked that outpost. Maybe the best thing that could happen for us is if Rick never makes it back. So Father Gabriel tells him to stop the car. This is the second best line of the show. Yes, this is great. <laughs> Thinking those thoughts doesn't make you a sinner. It makes you a shithead. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he say it makes you, a t- but it makes you a tremendous shit. I'm tremendous shit. Sorry. I, I, I laughed out loud over that because you never see, you never saw Spencer and Father Gabriel interact before. So it was kind of cool to see them in the car talking and then he made him stop the car and he did and he just owned him in that moment. Yeah, and Father Gabriel. gets out of the car and he's like, Bye. A couple of weeks ago, he's hiding. He's pretending Maggie's dead, digging a grave. Yeah. Now he's, he's becoming badass. Now he's badass talking crap. <laughs> so Gabriel gets out of the car and walks back. Well, we don't see. I didn't remember seeing Gabriel after that. No, I don't either. So he just we have kept not. Walking. We have not seen him come back to Alexandria. But I thought it was a little bold because it seemed like they had driven kind of far and they and don't he has have no a, weapon. He has no weapon. Yeah. Nothing. No, he doesn't think that through. Yeah. So it looked like Spencer heard something, and he walks into the woods, and he <laughs> right. By the way, that's different than father beans. Please, no, no, don't do the second one. <laughs> uh, he sees a walker on a tree, like on a little lookout bridge. Yeah, a chunky walker. A chunky walker, and he sees. He, he, that's all we say. Uh, I'm gonna jump ahead. He comes back the next time he's on. He's on camera. And he uh, throws a rope up there. He shoots a rope up to pull the walker down to shake the bow loose. Now, when you first saw the bow, did you think it was a crossbow? Yeah, wasn't it? No, it was just a regular bow, like a bow and arrow. Oh, I thought it was a crossbow. No, it's a high-powered, like a a really cool bow, but it's not a crossbow. Because at first I'm thinking, oh, he'll get a crossbow, and then Dwight and Daryl both have crossbows. (laughs) But then I'm like, that's awfully convenient. Who's got crossbows? (laughs) Yeah. But it's a bow. Just a regular bow. And then the guy, the walker falls down, his arms fall off, oh, and he, he falls. Oh, he was nasty. He falls to the ground, and what was wrong with the walker? Uh, what? I don't know. Okay. Make a note of that. I know his arms fell off, and then Spencer started going through his pockets. Okay. All right, so, you go, so let's leave it at that. Okay. If you want to go back and watch that scene, that's fine. Anyway, I clearly missed something. I will reference it next week. Okay. Okay. So he finds a note in the guy's pocket, and at first I was like, is that Spanish? I couldn't figure out what it was. It was yeah, it was Latin. Turns out it was Latin. And he smiled like he could read the note. I couldn't read the note, but he read the note. He figured it out. Now, um, on uh, on Twitter, at walkers underscore talkers, Jennifer Hayslip, that's at uh, jhayslip77, she writes, where did Spencer find the food? Among other things. Uh, and then she puts the your favorite line in, in the tweet. That we'll talk about in a okay. couple minutes. Where did Spencer find the food? So jumping ahead, Spencer shows up at Alexandria with a carload of food and medicine and supplies, and he says the note in the guy's pocket was uh, where his stash was. Yep, and he dug it all up. And so Spencer was acting well, like, look what a great leader I am. I found some stuff. I found, you know, I hate you, Spencer. But what he found might just save their ass. Because no one else really has anything interesting. Right. We don't know. Well, well, we don't know yet, but as of yet, as of no this one second, has but anything. Aaron and, and, and Rick are going for supplies. Yeah. Um, so we'll get back to, to Spencer in a minute. He also found a pocket knife in the walker's jacket. Yes, he did. So we have a weapon. Yeah. Uh, back at the sanctuary, Negan and Carl are talking about his wives, and he tells Carl he's a smart kid, uh, but that he killed two men and has to face punishment. What did you think when he said that? Um, I was Negan's so twisted and he's hard to read. I didn't, I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't know exactly what was going to happen. But can we just talk about Negan's pimped out bedroom? That was pretty hot. 
Yeah, he had nice. I, uh, he had a nice little setup there. Yeah. Like he's living like a king. Totally. I don't understand. He had if nice this was sheets a, if this and was, a nice bed. I'm not saying the mafia exists, but if it did exist. He's the head. But usually, eventually, somebody <laughs> knocks off the, the boss. Yeah. Another family, the lieutenant. You don't stay in power forever, usually. Yeah. Usually. But again, I'm not saying the mafia exists, but if they did, they'd be very nice people, as the old saying goes. <laughs> Wonderful people. So he says, looking at you is like looking at a birthday present, Carl. And he tells him to unwrap his eye. Yeah. First of all, it's a great analogy. Carl's like, wait, A great what? metaphor. But like, he's looking like a birthday present. And he says, he's like, doesn't want to take it off. He's like, take the damn bandage off is sort of what he's implying. Yeah. He's like, you killed two of my men. Take it off. That's your punishment. Well, that's yeah. part of your part punishment. Part one, part one. I can take it back to your head. Part one. Part one. And he's like, oh, that's disgusting. He's like, shit, kid. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my that's God. It was as, so horrible. That's as gross as hell. Have you seen it? He's like, can I touch it? Yeah. And then he he seems to have a realization, and he apologizes. But Carl starts bawling. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, you know, just busting balls. You know, I uh, he kind of apologized, and then you're like, is it genuine? And you, you kind of think Negan has a heart, and it's kind of a, a mind F. It's a mind F. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. But then he keeps insulting him. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he, we'll talk about this, of course, but he does the same thing with Olivia. He insulted huh. her, and then he makes... Right, okay, so yeah. we'll, we'll, I don't want to jump in. <laughs> Best line. Our boy Fat Joe makes an appearance. This is a great scene. I thought this was really funny, too. <laughs> so Fat Joe walks in with Lucille. He's like, hey, you, uh, Negan, you left Lucille out by the truck. I did? He goes, oh, I guess it was because this kid has a machine gun. He's shooting my men. I was a little distracted. <laughs> and uh, uh, he uh, he tells the kid, you know, tells Carl, don't cover your eye. He goes, no one will give a crap... No one will give you any crap looking like yeah, that. Yeah, no he's one like, is going to mess with he's you. He's like, you're badass. And then, then he turns to Fat Joe and he's like, uh, after he takes Lucille, did you carry Lucille like a lady? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you gentle? <laughs> yeah, 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 I was, I was gentle. <laughs> and he says... <laughs> Are you going to say it? Yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> Listen, this word's been in the news a lot. Uh, yes, it has. All right, and if, if newscasters can say it, and a guy can get elected because even though he said it... <laughs> And that's not a political commentary. That's just current events. Yes. He said, did you pet her little pussy like a lady? <laughs> and Fat Joe was like... I'm trying to remember like... He didn't what even I... know what to say. He okay. was like, uh... First of all, the first thing I thought his face said was, did I? <laughs> Second of all, should I have? Yeah. And then he doesn't want like he doesn't want to say no and have Negan mad at him. He didn't really answer. Right. He sort of was like... Uh, What's the right answer? Because he, he's basically kissing his butt. Yeah. He's like, he didn't carry her like a lady. He's like, what? He's like, ah, I'm just I'm just screwing with you. He's like, just busting balls. And he's like, a baseball bat doesn't have a pussy. <laughs> yeah, baseball bat. Uh, you he's said like, I'm just busting balls, man. Yeah, and he's like, Carl, your dad should have taught you about this. He's busting balls. Yeah. That's what guys do. Yeah. And then at this point, Fat Joe's laughing like he's one of the gang. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, get out now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I get get out. Get out. <laughs> Fat Joe's like, oh, we were not buddies? Oh, wait, we're not friends? Oh, I thought we were, yeah. He gave him like a false sense of security for a minute. Yeah, now here comes the title of the episode, Sing Me a Song. Which this in is the, so sick. In the comics, this is what he did, this is what everybody was anticipating happening. He says, look, you killed two of my men, sing me a song. And he puts Lucille in his face, because he's like, I don't, I don't know any songs. And he puts Lucille in his face, just like he did on the lineup. He's like, come on, kid. What did your mom sing to you? What did your dad play on the radio? Think of something now. So he sings, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. And in the background, Negan starts taking full swings down of Lucille. And Carl's like, what? What? Yeah. He's like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just swinging the bat. Yeah. Oh, God. And he comes over. He goes, Lucille. And again, he talks about Lucille like she's a woman. Lucille loves being sung to. It's about the only thing she loves more than bashing in brains. Yeah. Um. And he says, did your mother sing that song to you? Is she dead? Did you see it happen? And Carl says, I shot her. And he's like, no wonder you're a little serial killer in the making. Yeah, Carl's badass. He's like, yeah, I shot my mom. Shot my mom. See it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so then he says, come on, son. It should be ready. And uh, and Carl says, what? He goes, the iron. That's for when just... A hot second, I thought, oh, my God, is it going to be Carl? Did you really think he's going to give him the iron after he makes him sing? I, I didn't know. Because no, he, he wasn't likes, done with his punishment. He likes him too much. Yeah. 
So they go back, uh, they're on the balcony again, which, by the way, they talked about um, that scene, that that warehouse where they filmed. It was like the tunnel, right, where Maggie got trapped and Aaron saved her, Yeah, right? in the water tunnel. Yeah. Where the zombie, the underwater sewer zombies were yeah. there. Yeah. So, Man, they transformed that. They did. So Mark is tied up. Mark is the a guy who left his post. Good-looking guy, by the way. Good-looking guy. Amber's boyfriend or whatever. I, I'm going to call bullshit in a minute. Oh, oh. Okay? I'm going to call mm-hmm. bullshit. Daryl's right behind him, holding a pole. Like he's they, making Daryl front row seat to, to what's going to happen. The saviors are all gathered around. They're going to watch. And Negan says he doesn't want to do this, but he has to. And he says, why? They will go, rules keep us alive. There are rules. There are rules, brainwashed. Yep. Rules are what make it all work. There's always work. If you try to cut a corner, it's the iron for you. Now, I understand that's the rule, but it's clearly not a deterrent because people are getting the iron. Yeah. So it's not working. Well, it would scare me enough. Well, I wouldn't do it twice. No. But if the rule is to keep people from doing it the first time, it doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. Carl shot two men. He didn't get the iron. That's true. He kind of went against his own rules. Daryl punched him in the face. He didn't get the bat. Nope. Daryl has stood up to him a few times. So what I'm thinking is, look, Dwight got the iron a few months ago, whenever it was, because he and Sherry and Sherry's sister ran off. Yeah. And for some reason were dumb enough to come back after they stole Daryl's bike and crossbow. So dumb. And so he got the iron, which I thought was a bit much because... He got Sherry. Like, he got his wife. Yeah. Why not put him in solitary confinement? Like, put him in there for a month. That's your punishment. But you gave him the iron because he ran away. Mark left his post one day. Part of a day. Not Part even, like, life. all day. So, I, I know you want to people follow the rules, but couldn't you have, like, ironed his finger? Negan's, like, balls to the wall. Like, right like, for the face. Yeah, like, if right I, for the face. If I'm getting the iron... It's the I, I'm not going to go to work the whole day. Like, I'm going to, you know, I got the iron for like once. Also, you know, I guess because he banged his wife. That was the main thing. The main thing was you cannot cheat on me. And so that was but why. But Mark it... didn't cheat on him. She did. No. And she got away with it. Why? Because she's hot. She's hot. So he doesn't want to iron her face. Right. So he's she, he is going to set a an example with hot Mark. I, I wonder if he would iron a woman. I don't think so. Unless I mean, women really... hate ironing. I would imagine they don't want to get ironed. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry about that. So he irons he irons uh, Mark's face. Dwight hands him the iron. Ugh. Now, here's the part that I didn't like. I thought it was weak. In the comics, Negan really seems to, like, get into it. He kind of bends in, and he's like... Yeah. And this one, he's sort of, like, nonchalant, and like, here we go, got to push it. Pushes it against his face. Mark's burning, and it passes out from the pain. And he's like, here you go. I'm done. Like, drops the mic. Yeah, you're right. He did. He, I know he didn't want to do it, so he sort of seemed reluctant. And I just felt like he should have, en- I don't know. Enjoyed it? Like, he enjoys hitting people with Lucille. Yeah. But I guess he didn't want to do it because he understood it. Yeah. But that's the rule. So maybe he's a little more compassionate, but not so compassionate that he didn't iron a guy's face. True. So what I said before, he put the iron on his face and then pulled it away. But clearly, Dwight got it worse. Dwight's forehead and his eye socket and his nose a little bit and the whole side of his face is, right? That's like heating up his face and while it's moldy and pliable, pulling it. Like then he took the iron and dragged it back. Right? Yeah. I think Dwight got it worse. Except he did lean in on Mark for a while, but he didn't move the iron around. Right. And then he says, pussy passed out. Yeah, he's like, he pissed himself. Daryl, go clean that up. Let Mark's face be a reminder to him and to you that rules matter. And then Sherry looks over at Dwight like, sorry, ma'am. Like, that must have sucked for you. Irony. And then Negan goes to Carl and he says, I'm crazy shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You probably think I'm a lunatic. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. He's like, come on, let's figure out what to do with you. Like, come on, kid. Did you enjoy that? That's my world. God. Anyway, uh, Eugene and Rosita are in the bullet-making shop. This is because uh, Rosita has that one bullet shell, and she wants... uh, Do you think this was a waste of time for one bullet? I mean, really, what if you missed? Done. Hours of work, gone. Okay, so the way The Walking Dead works, that bullet's going to get used. Yes. And one of three things is going to happen with it. One, she's going to shoot and miss and pay the price for it. 
Yeah. Two, she's going to shoot somebody she wants to shoot. Three, she's going to shoot the wrong person and be responsible for their death. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. I, I don't know if it was worth the bullet. I want to talk about Judith. Oh. Little ass kicker. Little ass kicker. Well, I'm going to save the Judith thing. Okay. I don't want to jump ahead. Because I have okay. a theory, and let's let's stay in the order of the show. Okay. So Daryl and Sherry are in the smoker's hallway, where they seem to enjoy uh, that, that shot. And Dwight says he can't sleep. And he says, you know, shouldn't you feel bad for selling out Mark and Amber? And she says, that's not what happened. Totally what happened. Totally. She's lying. And She's, he goes, whatever helps you sleep at night. Yeah. And he doesn't sleep. He watches TV all night, which we, we know now is he watches episodes of Who's the Boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carl and Negan uh, are back in the room, and, and Carl asks if he can wrap his eye. And Negan says he likes looking at it as badass eye. Not Gross. to not to wrap it. And uh, he says, why haven't you uh, why haven't you killed me? Or Rick or Daryl. And that's a ballsy question. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, don't ask that. Okay, Carl's not smart. He's no, not. No. But well, he got dumber. In my opinion, he got dumber because he says, so Negan says, Daryl will be a good soldier. Rick gets me good stuff. He says, but I can't let you go. What should I do? Cut off your arm, iron your face, blah, blah, you know, you know whatever. And Carl says, why don't you jump out the window and save me the trouble of killing you? <sighs> Dude. I know. Slow your roll. You're not your father. No, and he's not armed, and he's a puny little right. So again, recapping, Rick, Rick said that to uh, Gareth at Terminus, that he's going to kill him. And then he said it to Negan after he killed uh, Abraham and Glenn. Yep. Which he said, also I don't know when, I don't know how, I'm going to kill you. Not but, today. Yeah. Not tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to kill you. But I will kill you. Right. Don't threaten Negan. And yet he's still alive. No iron. No iron. And he's threatened Negan and tried to actually kill him more than once. So. Yeah. So then Negan's impressed by this. He likes when Carl threatens him. Sick. That's the kid that impressed the hell out of me. And Carl says, you know why you haven't killed us? Because you can't. And then again, more stupid. Yes. Oh my God. If you knew anything about us, you would you kill would us. You would kill us all. And I'm like, shut up. Shut I, yeah, up. Yeah. I actually wrote that on my notes. Carl, shut up. <laughs> See? He need, oh, he's, he's basically saying, like, you think we're going to work for you. No, no, we're crazy. Yeah. We are going to come back and kill we're gonna you. We're going to kill you. Shut Carl, up. Shut it, Carl. Carl yeah, Carl. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Shutty. So now, now we see Carl and Negan in a truck, right? They're in that. He's going to bring him home, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you said you couldn't let him go. Now, is he? Now I thought, is he bringing him home, in quotes, like the women were going to bring Tara home? Last week, and they were really going to kill her? I thought he really was just going to bring him home. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 We do see someone on top of that truck, though. It's Jesus. Jesus. Now, Jesus was on the top of the truck last season in Knots Untie when they tied him up on the side of the road, and the next thing, he's on top of the truck. Yeah. The truck that ended up it's in like the lake. It's like his thing. <laughs> it's, like, it's his thing. Anyway, Negan says he's taking a kid home to Daryl, and Daryl threatens him. And, of course, Negan tells Dwight to put him back in the box. He needs a timeout. Right. By the way, someone on, uh, I'm going to get the name. I don't remember which account they tweeted me at. Um, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Corey T. That's uh, Corey underscore E90. Brody calls Daryl Dwight at least twice every episode. <laughs> L-M-A-O. Love the podcast. I'm working on it. It's, it's you know, Dwight, Daryl, they're both in the same scenes. If you had named one of them Muhammad and one of them, like, Tony, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't mess them up. They're completely different names. They're but very similar. Dwight and Daryl, both with a D. And they both do motorcycle crossbows and... Right. D- Dwight is basically a ripoff of Daryl. Yeah, he's a wannabe. Daryl seems to have been created to be the good guy, Dwight, because D- Daryl's not in the comics and Dwight is. Yeah. So... And he's he's like single white femaleing Daryl. Oh my god, he totally is. It's creepy. So I've already acknowledged that occasionally I make that mistake, and that's why Jamie's here to go. Uh, it's you, fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You mean Dwight? So Dwight's back in the box, right? Daryl. <laughs> I did that deliberately. That was for Corey. So Daryl's back in the box, and Jesus no longer on the truck. The truck. And Daryl clearly saw him because he's like looking around. Did, How did he see Jesus him? escape? Okay, I don't know. What did you say? How did Jesus escape? I don't know. 
Because he's there, and then in one second he's not. But there were saviors around. There's no hatch. No. The only thing I could think of is he jumped off on the side of the walker wall. Hmm. And then he somehow got in with the walkers, but he wasn't didn't have blood on him. He must be super stealth because that was like, I'm here, I'm not. Okay, the only thing he could have done, because I'm thinking of like, you know, adventure films and Tom Cruise movies and Bruce Willis. He may have jumped down on the walker side and then latched onto the underside of the truck. Oh my God. You know where you grab onto the transmission? That's the... really hard. And but Jesus wears a trench coat. It's not gonna get like caught in a gear or something when they're All driving right. away. This is I get. I <laughs> I'm going to assume he knows what he's doing. He's I'm Jesus. just saying. He's Jesus. I'm not going to, you know. So a note gets slipped under Daryl's door, and it's yes. there's a key and a matchstick taped to a piece of paper. And the note says, go now. Now, who did you initially think it was? For a quick second, I thought it was Jesus. Yeah. Is that who you think it was? No, hundred percent no. No, I'll tell you why I don't think. And if you have a different theory, let but me then know. I really, I'm like, then it, I, then I thought, no, it can't be him. And then I really wasn't sure. Here's why it can't be Jesus. He's never been to the sanctuary before. Yeah. He doesn't know. He heard the box, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know where that is. Doesn't know where that is. You can't see into the cell, so you could. He wouldn't know that <gasps> oh. Daryl was sitting on the floor. I think I might know. Hold on, hold on. Where would he get the key and the matchstick and a piece of paper and tape and a note and a pen? Because, right, when he got on the truck, he had no intention of breaking Daryl out. He was just going to find out where the sanctuary was. Yeah. Now he's an expert? No. There was footsteps in the hallway, so whoever it was wasn't tiptoeing. And if it was Jesus, he would have just opened the door with the key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless the key's not to the door. Now, I think the key is to a motorcycle. Hmm. I think that's that's Daryl's motorcycle key. Okay. Now, there's two people I think it could be. When... Daryl was in the room with Negan and Carl, and they told him to go make some, told him to leave. Daryl looked back at Sherry, and they yep. locked eyes. And Daryl seems to have a thing with Sherry, because she keeps trying to help him. Yeah, I thought it was Sherry for a second. I think it's either Sherry or, or Dwight. I think Sherry wants to help him, but I think Dwight doesn't want him to end up like him now. I think he's starting to hate Negan so much. For May- Oh, we didn't even talk about this. When Daryl and Dwight came in the room, oh god! Negan was making out with Sherry right in front of him. And then when he saw them, he gave him the wait finger, like, "Wait, oh, I'm not done yet." Gross. Kept making out, and made Dwight watch it again. I think Dwight is at the edge of his limits at this point. Of course, he's gonna freaking snap. Like, do you remember at the at the lineup when when uh, Dwight jumped on Daryl because Daryl punched Negan? Yeah. And he had the crossbow to his face. Yeah. And Negan was like, "Hold off, hold off, don't hurt him." Same thing when he when he jumped on Carl. He's like, hold on, hold on. And Dwight's like, let me just kill somebody for you. Yeah. And he keeps choosing other people over Dwight. Always. And Dwight is always doing everything above and beyond. I think making him watch the ironing ceremony, making him hand in the iron, I think it's to the point where they're both so sick of Negan. Yeah. But I don't know if Sherry's as sick of Negan as as Dwight is. I don't think so either. And so I started thinking about what's the matchstick for. Yeah, that I wasn't sure. Okay. So remember when Daryl snuck out the first time a couple of weeks ago? Yes. And he ran, and it was a line of motorcycles, and he couldn't get any of them started? Yeah, and then they all surrounded him. Here's what I think. Prediction time. Okay. The key is for his motorcycle. Okay. Because he, what else would it be a key for that he'd recognize the key? Exactly. If right? it's not a key recognizes, he's not going to know what the hell it's right. for. Right. Got to be for his motorcycle. What if there's a gasoline tank there, and he burns the other motorcycle so they can't follow him? Ooh. And or cause a fire trail so they can't track him. Like, like there's a wall of fire. That could be. So I think it's a, here's all you need, go. Now, if you're Daryl, considering you got caught the last time, and one more time you're getting the bat, would you run this time? The fact that I n- would have to assume it was someone on the inside and they're saying, go now and they gave me my motorcycle key, I would go now. But what if it's a test again? Like Sherry said, this, you know, go back. The last time was a test. They deliberately let him escape. Fat Joe left the door open, so they, and they, they caught him in the courtyard. <sighs> I don't know. Well, we already know he escapes, because in the scenes from next week, we see him running. Yeah. So he clearly takes the bait or the hint, the help. All right, so let's get back to Michonne. Well, we don't know it's Michonne's scene yet. But we see a walker wall, 
bunch of walkers laying in the road, blocking the road. Walker speed bump. Walker speed bump. <laughs> and a, a woman in a pickup truck who gets out, redhead. Why are all the evil women... I was going to say, she's crazy. Crazy redheads. Crazy. So she gets out, and she's like looking around. She has a gun out, and I'm like, wow, this is the kind of thing the walkers, the, the saviors would do, because they're the ones that put all the roadblocks up when the survivors were going to the hilltop, and they ended up at the campfire and the lineup and getting the And also, fast. this was a woman we've never seen before. Never seen before. Michonne pops out from the side and puts the, her sword to her head and says, take me to Negan. How does Michonne know that the saviors are going to come by there? That the next vehicle is going to be a savior vehicle? How did she know that? Maybe she didn't. Maybe it just happened. That she made a walker speed bump hoping that a savior would come by alone? I'm calling, I'm calling bullshit. Uh, well, are you sure Michonne made that wall? Yeah, that's why she dragged the two walkers off. Well, there was like 20 walkers. She spent the afternoon killing walkers. I don't know. The odds, like... Oh, like, that's semi, believable? No, semi-bullshit, because... <laughs> the Like you said, what are the odds that a savior is going to stop right there? That's what I'm saying, so I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Just too convenient. Yeah. And a, a woman, and all by herself. True. With one little gun. And a running car. And a running... Yeah, well, yeah. So she tells her, take me to Negan, and she points the gun in, in, and holding her the gun on her in the in the truck, and the woman, of course, tries to go for the gun, and Michonne Badass takes her head and shoves it into the steering that wheel. That was great. And she's like, like I was saying, take, take me, to me to Negan. I thought the woman would say, I am Negan, and let her kill her, because that's what they're supposed to do. This woman caved. All right, fine, I'll take you. Now, she says she's taking her. We never see her get there. She never confirms that she knows where Negan is. Right. She just assumes she's a savior. Yeah. We haven't seen we this woman before. We don't know if she's a savior. What if she said, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm from Hilltop. Yeah. We don't know where she's from. Michelle doesn't know everybody Hilltop. No. So it was just weird that, okay, some double bullshit. <laughs> double bullshit. Going double bullshit on that. All right. So we returned to Alexandria, and sure enough, Negan brought Carl in to see Olivia and asks for Rick. So he brought the kid back home like he said he was going to. And Olivia says, Rick went to get you supplies because we're starving here. And, and Negan, who already made a comment about a few weeks ago, is it me? Am I the only one that noticed you've got a fat girl watching the rations? Yeah. I'm not saying fat shaming is nice. I'm saying that's what Negan said. And he says, starving? Really? You. Yeah. <laughs> now, your food, your body doesn't just suddenly, if you don't eat, start eating, you know, living off whatever extra weight you may or may not have. But it, it was a funny line, I guess, the way Negan said it. It was kind of cruel, though. She starts and, bawling. And so he says, nobody has a sense of humor, <laughs> which is true. This is the way things are these days, you know, or those days. Yeah. But he thought that, that she would, you know, find it funny. He just offended her. But then he does the same thing he did, like I said before. He apologizes. Call. He apologizes and says, uh, you know, if you want, uh, I'll screw you. I'm going to go upstairs do a quick screw. I'll screw your brains out. Screw your brains out. And... I guess he felt like, this way you'll know I find you attractive. It'll make yeah. you feel better about yourself. When I yeah, yeah. And so she slapped him. Her, oh, my God. When she did that, I thought, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Now, did you watch The Talking Dead when they talked about this? Yes. So she was practicing, and he was like, listen, you know, hit me. Just hit me for real. I can take it. And so she wailed off and hit him as hard as she could, and that was the take they used. Yeah. So he legitimately got smacked and shocked by how hard that he hit her. Which I found pretty cool. And uh, Mahoney was like, Olivia's weak, but I'm not. I had brothers, and it's going to hurt. Yeah. By the way, what you just heard was my co-host, Jamie, name-dropping the woman who plays Olivia. She follows me on Twitter. And that's why. <laughs> because she follows you on Twitter. And I hope you tweet her the podcast so she can tell her. Oh, I should. You can tell her that we're talking yeah. about her. Yeah. She's getting a much larger role. So anyway, Negan, after he gets slapped, leans over to her. <laughs> now, what did you think he was going to say? I thought he was going to threaten her life. Right. Like, instead, it was one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something like, You're this close to meeting Lucille. Or, yeah, I, that's what I was or, thinking. Or you get one, and then what'll he do? Lucille, you. Nope. Oh. He will shut that, that shit, shit down. down. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't say that. Nope. He says, I'm 50% more into you now. <laughs> I laughed at that. I've been saying that for three days. It was great. To my friends that I've seen it, I'm like, I have 
50% more attracted to you right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> the way he says it. Like, oh, man. 50. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> little sexual grunt yeah. there. And then she gives him the look, and he's like, go make me some lemonade. Yeah, make it good. Make it good. Take your time. And then he says to Carl, I want a tour. So he's playing with the sink. Yeah, I know. This is so weird. He's like, look, flowing water. And yeah, he's like, he's he's like playing, playing with knobs. Playing, He's playing with darts. And he says, what's in that room? And, and uh, Carl's like, it's closet. No, it's not. He opens the door and there's, there's Judith. That shocked the shit out of Negan. He's like, what? Yeah, a baby in the apocalypse. Yeah. Now, just throwing this out there. I'm going to give you a theory at the end. But remember, he and Shari are trying to have a baby. And she hasn't gotten pregnant. I thought about this. I think he's shooting blanks. Yeah. Because all of the women he's sleeping with, none of them are having a baby. Yeah. And also, remember he made like that backhanded comment to Dwight. He's like, everything all right down there? Well, I think he meant like in terms of getting it up. I think so too, but Negan, I think, real is starting to realize he's having some problems down there. Uh, I don't know about that. Rosita and Eugene, back to the bullet <laughs> shop. Let's let's jump away from the penis talk for a second. <laughs> um, R- Rosita wants him to make a bullet. They're at the bullet shop, the famous bullet shop where he and Abraham sort of bonded, and he fought the metal covered Walker and. I love when Chris Hartwick is like, everyone is so mean to Eugene in that room because yeah. Abraham was mean to him and Rosita like bullied him so mean. He doesn't want to make the bullet. No. He doesn't think it's the right thing to do. He thinks there's no way to win. He's basically given up the way Rick has. And Rosita goes off on him. So in it's a like, mean way. Like, you're lucky to be here. You're only here because you lied. We had to protect you. And Only reason you're still here is because people feel bad for you. You're weak. You do nothing. And he's crazy. Crying. It's she was really mean. Yeah. But he made the bullet for her. He did. He did make the bullet for her. We're back at Alexandria and um Rosita and Eugene have the bullet. They're walking back to the gate. Spencer shows up. He's bragging about all the things he found with his Latin note. And uh he says, you know, I got some stuff. You guys didn't get any stuff. I got stuff. I'm helping. Like I'm look at me. And he's like, good, because you know, he was like, and I'm gonna what was the exact word he said? Uh, I want to get it right. Oh, I was going to give it to Negan, the water purifiers, the supplies, the medicine. He goes, I'm going to do more than that. Now, what do you think he meant by that? Not only give it to Negan, but I'm going to do more than that when I see Negan. Do you think he's going to give it to him personally and said that he did it? He, I don't know. He claimed it? I don't know. I mean, I have an, I- I have an idea based on what I know from the comics. Okay. I don't want to say. I just feel like maybe he's gonna brown nose a little bit. Oh yeah, I I could. That's neat. That's uh, Spencer's personality. So now they look up and and they they go open the gate and one of the saviors opens the gate and they're like, "Crap, they're here." They're here. Why are they here? They shouldn't be here. Now Michonne's off going for the sanctuary to find Negan, but he's out of the, he's out of Alexandria. So that's you know I don't know what she's hoping to do. And then we haven't seen Jesus return. Haven't seen Jesus. Haven't seen Father Gabriel. So we see Negan on the porch, drinking lemonade, holding Judith. Judith is asleep on his lap. My God. Yeah, what a little slut. I know. <laughs> She'll go to any group leader in the, in the zombie Negan's apocalypse. New wife. Wife in training. And then some guy walks by and he's like, hey, let's uh, do barbecue next week. Yeah, hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> so twisted. And then he's sitting there, he's like, I can get used to this suburban living. And he's looking at Judith, and he says, maybe it's stupid keeping you and your dad alive. Why am I trying so hard? Like, I'm trying to impress you guys and bond with you. Well, because you're a maniac, that's why. You're not a normal person. You think that's part of being a maniac. You think you're normal and being a nice guy. <laughs> but you're not. Right. <laughs> he goes, maybe I should bury you both and settle into the suburbs. Bury you both under the flower bed. <laughs> yeah. And then he kisses Judith. Ugh. And that's sort of how that's how it that's yeah that's how it, ends. how it ends. All right, so the scenes for next week, ninety minutes next week, we see Morgan at the Kingdom talking to Richard about not trusting the saviors. Negan, Carl, Judith, and Olivia sitting at the kitchen table like they're a family. Awkward. Oh well, yeah. Daryl trying to escape, so we see him running. Yep. Rick and Aaron trying to cross the Lake of Walkers. So we did see them uh, get to a lake, which we didn't talk about, and it's got, I guess, bobbers. Right from uh, Bobbers. They're in the lake, and there seems to be like a supply boat in the middle of the lake. 
Yeah, like kind of like almost barrels too, like holding supplies, but they're all guarded by the walkers. Right. So, and you can't really swim in the lake. No. And then the boat is filled with holes. Yeah. There's a little little boat. Bullet holes. Yeah. And he probably did that so you couldn't take a boat out there. Oh, yeah. It sort of looked like if they had gone to the side of the lake, it would be a shorter distance. Mm. Not going to lie. Yeah. Not calling bullshit. And then uh, Aaron just ripped off pieces of a sign for paddles. Yeah, when he was kicking the sign, I thought he was mad. That's what I thought, too, for a minute. But he went to the the, the warning sign and, and made paddles, which yeah. is very smart, Aaron. You may you may last a little while. Uh, Michonne and the redheaded woman. They're headed towards the sanctuary, we think. And they stop, and she looks like she's horrified. Again, we don't know what she sees. Mm-mm. There was a theory last week that Heath may take the role of Holly in the comics. If you know what the comics, what happens in the comics, Holly is in the comics the girlfriend who Abraham leaves Rosita for. Okay. In this case, Sasha is now that person. Something happens with Holly when she goes to the sanctuary. Uh-oh. And I'm, I'm wondering if maybe Michonne plays that role? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what she sees. It's a little early for that, so I'm hoping it's not. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. If you have a Holly theory, tweet us at walkers underscore talkers. Negan's men are unloading Spencer's truck in the clip, and we see Negan walking away from Rick, smiling. Rick looks terrified, and he's crying a little bit. Negan is clean-shaved. Yeah. Clean-shaven, and he's got blood on his shirt. Yeah. I don't... Think in a million years he hurt Judith. No, no, no. I am a hundred percent sure I know whose blood it is. You do? I'm not gonna say. No. I've already given a bunch of clues in the last two podcasts of who I think and and a little tip of the cap to the comics. And I think, um, I don't know why Rick's crying. But here's my other theory: either Negan tells him he's taking her. Oh, my God. Taking Judith. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, sort of like, you don't have to be, pay us in food anymore. I'm taking Judith. Yeah, because, you know, he's trying to get Sherry pregnant. And 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 he realizes he's, he's crying over that. Do we know why he shaved his beard? Um, I know he had the beard because in a movie or a TV show, he needed the beard. Mm-hmm. I remember he kept saying, I got to get rid of this, I got to get rid yeah. of this. Yeah. I, I think now that he's done filming whatever he was filming that he needed the beard for, in the comics, he doesn't have a beard. Okay. So I think he's trying to get a little closer to the comics. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm confident who, whose blood it is. Here's what I'm thinking. In the comics, Judith is already dead. Yes. Judith gets shot while she's under Carl's coat. Oh. Right? I'm pretty sure it's already dead or soon to be dead. I forget when it happens. I think it was with the battle Who with the governor. Who shot her? I think in the fight with the governor at the, at the, oh, at the prison. Oh, so way back. Way back. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. Maybe the one bullet Sasha has accidentally kills Judith. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything. That's not what happens in the comic. I'm just trying to figure out why Rick's crying. You think Rosita's bullet killed Like Judith? maybe she took a shot at Negan. <gasps> I don't know. And didn't realize he was holding the baby. I don't know. Oh my God, don't say that. I'm just throwing that out there. All right, so I want to talk You're about- You're making P- me nervous. No, I want to touch on PPP. Okay, PPP. Did we, did we, did we get to the Talking Dead? No. Um- Real quick on, on Talking Dead. Next week... Um, Norman. Norman Reedus is on. Yes. Scott Gimple. Yep. Right? And a surprise guest. Surprise guest. Who I believe... Do you think it's Andrew Lincoln? No, I believe it's... If, 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 if someone dies in the mid-season finale, which is next week, I think that person will be on... Okay. ...will be as the surprise guest. Okay. And I think Gimple's on as the head writer, and Daryl's on because he has a big episode. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. What was the scene? What scene? The scene in Talking Dead for next week. Oh, th- it showed Aaron and uh, Rick going into the boat. Right, because he says uh, any day, today, not today. Yeah. Then, yeah, you gotta go. Okay. And it just showed him ripping off the sign and them going in. All right, so before we end the podcast, thank you for listening to a long, extended version of the podcast. P- it was a long episode. Okay, yes. PPP. Now, it looks like PPP, and somebody tweeted <laughs> me and said... I saw, why well, they didn't tweet me? I saw them on Twitter because I was, I was looking for people tweeting about it. Was it like hashtag PPP? Uh, it was PPP and Walking Dead is what <laughs> I looked for. And somebody said, it's 666 upside down. 
And, hmm. I, and I had to tweet them and say, no, PPB upside down is BBB. <laughs> Unless they're dyslexic. Unless it had like a curve on it and it looked like a six. Right, right. But upside down, PPP looks like musical notes. Yes, it does. So I started thinking about what PPP means in music. It's like three-quarter notes. Well, but the term PPP, many composers use that to stand for pianissimo, which, according to Wikipedia, means very, very soft or like a whisper. Okay. We're getting deep here. Well... This is super deep. If you're a comic book fan, (laughs) you know what I just told you. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait five seconds... We're going to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't forget to tweet us at hashtag walkers and talkers and, ha- and tweet us at walkers underscore talkers. Here's your chance to turn it off if you don't want to know. I'm not a spoiler. It's just something that I th- it happens in the comics. Okay. You had your chance. The next bad people that come after <gasps> Negan and the Saviors tell. are called the Whispers. I'm not going to tell you why they're called the Whispers, but if they're the Whispers and PPP stands for Whisper, the whispers could have taken Heath. But would the average person put that together? No, but we're crazy fans. We are crazy because no one else would look into it this deep. So that that is a theory that that people, again, uh, I, I looked it up. What's the term again? Pianissimo, which means quiet piano. Like pianissimo? Soft. P- piano. Okay. Pianissimo. Pianissimo. It, it's it's p- pian, but not an, it's an I. Pianissimo. P-I-A-N-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-M-O. Very interesting. So I had this theory, and then somebody wrote in, and and Trev's Chan, who, you know we love uh, on uh, YouTube, yep. Trev's Chan too is a channel. They also talked about that same theory, and so I sort of felt a little better about it. Did they have your exact theory? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Somebody. So it was because it looked like musical notes. I started thinking about it, hmm. and then uh, New Rock Stars also brought up the fact that it looks like musical notes. So he's deep. He's deep. <laughs> uh, oh, so we haven't really talked about new rock stars, and I feel bad wow. talking about them because yes. we just told people to turn this off. Thorough. <laughs> so they're they're always like a week behind. Yeah. So they just I just watched the episode where they review the uh, Taron Heath episode. Okay. They do a lot of graphics, but this guy goes on like a fifteen minute rant, and then breaks down the biblical uh, symbolism. And symbolism of everything in, in the, every shot, every angle. Crazy deep. Really good. Yeah. So really like him now. And, I, and of course, um, Make a Path presents Ronnie Hayes. Yeah. Who, 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 who calls it the talking dead. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm done talking. You talk. I love his accent. I can't exactly figure out where he's from, but I'm pretty sure it's the South because he was talking about up North, you wear this, and in the South, yeah. we wear tank tops. Um, but he, he also does a great job of breaking down uh, The Walking Dead in a completely different way than... Trev's Chan does, or we do, or, or new rock stars. So I kind of like other people's opinions, and, and they do Q&As every, every few few days, more than we can handle. But somebody else uh, wrote into Trev's Chan, too, and had that same theory. So PPP, soft like a whisper, could be the whispers, the whisperers. Well, I really like that theory. And I, we talked about the whispers, I don't know, five or six, maybe ten podcasts ago, when they released those pictures, and they showed heads on stakes. Yes. And I said... That is making me think of a group that's coming later, later, later on. Yeah, you said it wasn't coming now. Right. I think we may not see Heath or the Whispers for two seasons. Really? For a while. You think Heath is just going to like come back in well, two years? the actor who plays Heath... Yeah, you said he went on to play another He's show. on 24 Legacy, and he's got movies, and, you know, listen, people are still waiting for Morales to come back from season one. <laughs> so Heath may never come back. Oh, my God. But I, that's my... The- Originally, I thought the, that maybe a Walker out... I mean, a Savior Outpost got him. And that he, there's a great video that he might be Holly. Okay, one last thing. Hopefully, he didn't turn this off. <laughs> I think there's a YouTube page called PT Channel. I think it's called PT okay. Channel. I have to look it up. But what he does is he posts pictures that people snapped of on-set things going on. And so one of the pictures was Negan, Carl, and Daryl, I think, in a truck driving together. Okay. In front of a truck, like a gas truck of some kind or something. And then he showed, there was a lot of pictures. Do you remember there was one picture that was released a few weeks ago before the season started of a guy wearing like black armor or like a black outfit. There were two people walking. Yeah. And we didn't know who they were. I know. There's a lot of people in black outfits and they're being referred to as the garbage pail kids <laughs> because they live in a, in a, in a auto body wreckage uh, junkyard oh my God. and they use the cars as walls. 
to protect them from the saviors. And there's a lot of pictures of them. Crazy. And they're a really large group with weapons. Mm -hmm. And there's pictures of them with our survivors. Oh, my God. So I I, I think this may be another large group that we're going to get together if we're going to get everybody together. All these new groups, the Oceansiders and the Whispers and the car people. We don't know when they're going to show up, but again, it's PT Channel, I think. If I find the link again, um, I'll I'll tweet tweet it out. Yep. But a lot going on. I'm excited. Season finale. We had a couple of slow episodes. The ratings were down. Uh, Forget all that. This episode kicked ass. Kicked ass episode. Great episode. Next week, mid-season finale. Yes. I will I will unveil all of the things I've been hinting at this episode. I'm sorry. Uh, continue your questions. Also, check us out on our Instagram page, which is walkers underscore talkers. Yeah, and when, when we say check us out, check Jamie out because she's, she's one post. I'm holding Lucille in my Negan shirt. Yeah, she's got my Negan bat and the Negan <laughs> shirt that she has. And uh, you look badass. Thank you. There you you had to teach me how to hold the bat, but... It was a work in progress. It was, yeah, it was... Jamie's, we had to do a few takes. Jamie's not a baseball player. <laughs> And she's also not a mass murderer with a baseball bat. I'm smiling, yeah. holding Lucille. Like, Yay, I'm going to bash your head in. Yay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for listening to the first part and then the part where I said you don't want to listen, listen. But thanks for listening. Yeah, part two of, yes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>